हेलो एवरीवन एंड वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ श्रीमद भगवत गीता रिटोल्ड बाय भास्कर योगाचार्य इन द प्रीवियस एपिसोड वी लर्न द फर्स्ट अध्याय अर्जुन विषाद योग नाउ वी शेल बिगेन विद अध्याय टू सांख्या योग द सेकंड चैप्टर ऑफ भगवत गीता इज सांख्या योग दिस इज मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट चैप्टर ऑफ भगवद गीता एज लॉर्ड कृष्णा condenses the teachings of the entire gita in this chapter this chapter is the essence of entire gita sankhya yoga can be characterized in to four main topics arjun completely surrenders himself to lord krishna and accepts his position as a disciple and krishna as his guru he requests lord krishna to guide him on how to dismiss his sorrow explanation of the main cause of all grief which is ignorance of the true nature of self third karma yoga the discipline of selfless action without being attached to it its fruits and the fourth description of a perfect man one whose mind is steady and one pointed sanjay said to him who was thus overcome with pity whose eyes were wet with tears who was sorrow stricken and who bore a bewildered look shri krishna spoke as always the lord said when comes on you this despondency o arjun in this crisis it is you nift for a noble person it is disgraceful and it obstructs one's attainment of heaven yield not to unmanliness o arjuna it does not become you shake off this base faint heartedness and arise o scorcher of foes arjun said how can i o slayer of foes aim arrows in battle against bhishma and drona who are worthy of reverence it is better even to live on a beggar's fare in this world than to slay these most venerable teachers if i should slay my teachers though degraded they be by desire for wealth i would be enjoying only blood stained pleasures here we do not know which of the two is better for us whether are vanishing them or their vanishing us the very sons of dhritarashtra whom if we slay we should not wish to live even they are standing in array against us with my heart striking by the fault of weak companion compassion with my mind perplexed about my duty i rest you to say for certain what is good for me i am a disciple teach me who have taken refuge in you even if i should win unchallenged sovereignty of the prosperous earth or even the kingdom or on lordship over the devas i do not feel that it would dispel the grief 
then withers up my senses sanjay said having spoken thus to shri krishna arjun kane roar of sleep and scorcher of foes said i will not fight and become silent o king to him who was thus sorrowing between the two armies shri krishna spoke the following words as if smiling by the way of ridicule the lord said you grieve for those who should not be grieved for yet you speak words of wisdom the wise grieve neither for the dead nor for the living there never was a time when i did not exist nor you nor any of these kings of men nor will there be any time in future when all of us shall cease to be just as a self associated with a body passes through childhood youth and old age pertaining to the body so at death it passes into another body a wise man is not deluded by that the contact of senses with their objects o arjun gives rise to feelings of cold and heat pleasure and pain they come and go never lasting long endure them o arjun for he whom these do not affect o chief of men and to whom pain and pleasure are the same that steadfast man alone is worthy of immortality the unreal can never come into being the real never ceases to be the conclusion about these two is seen by the seers of truth know that to be indestructible by which all this is pervaded none can cause the destruction of this immutable these bodies of the jeev the embodied self are said to have an end while the jeev itself is eternal indestructible and incomprehensible therefore fight o bharat he who deems it a slayer he who thinks of it as slain both are ignorant for the self neither slays nor is slain the self is never born it never dies having come into being once it never ceases to be unborn eternal abiding primeval it is not slain when the body is slain he who knows this self to be indestructible unborn unchanging and hence eternal how and whom o arjun does he cause to be killed and wh- whom he kill as a man cast off worn out garments and puts on others that are new so does the embodied self cast off its worn off bodies and enter into others that are new weapons do not cleave it fire does not burn it waters do not wet it and wind does not dry it 
It cannot be cleft. It cannot be burnt. It cannot be wetted. And it cannot be dried. It is eternal. All pervading, stable, immovable and primeval. This self is said to be unmanifest, un inconceivable and unchanging. Therefore, knowing it thus, it does not befit you to grieve. Or if you hold this self as being constantly born and as constantly dying, even then, O mighty armed one, it does not become you to feel grief. For death is certain for the born and rebirth is certain for the dead. Therefore, you should not feel grief for what is inevitable. O Arjun, beings have an unknown beginning, unknown middle and an unknown end. What is there to grieve over in this all? One looks upon this self as a wonder. Likewise, another speaks of it as a wonder. Still, another hears of it as a wonder. And even after hearing of it, one knows it not. The self in the body, O Arjun, is eternal and indestructible. This is so in the case of selves in our bodies. Therefore, it is not fit for you to fit grief for any being. Thank you so much for listening everyone. Please stay tuned for other episode and please share my work if you like it.